Hi, I'm Tish. I'm Linda. And I'm Juliana. And this is episode 22 of The Doctor's Companions, a Doctor Who Rewatch podcast. This week we're talking about season 4, episode 2, The Fires of Pompeii, and episode 3, Planet of the Ood. Nice to meet you. I'm the Doctor. I'm Donna. What do you mean the bees are disappearing? She is returning. Oh, no, 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 no. We're not married. We're so not married. No. Never, ever. Partners in crime. The Doctor and Donna Noble. Oh, yes. And only... Tish and I are kind of your seasoned Whovians, and Linda <laughs> is our resident new Whovian. But this time, I'm all caught up. And I'm not all caught up. So, <laughs> we're in like this weird water yeah. stage. Twilight land. Yeah. I'm going to be caught up very shortly. And I've been saying that for like three weeks. I swear, though. <laughs> Tish really just wants to talk about it. So, we're not allowed to talk I really about need it to talk about the Christmas special. It was good, but I have no comment. I haven't seen it yet. I have feelings. Feelings? I have feelings. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, on with the news. We have one exciting thing that came out. I think just after we recorded the last episode. Yes. So it's it was very shortly bit after. Old now. Um, it was announced with a very funny, delightful video on Peter Jackson's Facebook mm-hmm. that Peter Jackson is going to direct an episode of Doctor Who next season. Oh my god. That's going to be really exciting, actually. I'm excited. I love the video. I feel like it's going to be like a big, a big episode. Yeah, it'll probably be two-parter. Yeah. For sure. If you're going to get him, you might as well. Yeah. It's going to be all two-parters. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, this season was almost all two-parters. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it, though. Yeah, I like it. I, I like, like big stories. So do I. Yeah. I agree. I think, well, like, Doctor Who it can do big stories, right? Because it can go anywhere at any time. So yeah. So you might as well use that to your advantage. Yep. I just wonder who's going to write the episode. Because, like, really in Doctor Who, like, we pay more attention to the writers. Yeah. Because they make the stories, mm-hmm. and like directors will direct like maybe like half of a season. Like, well, and also you don't like, really have guest in TV, directors. you don't have like as much leeway because it has to be within at least a similar style so that it goes with the rest yeah. of the television program. So you don't. But this kind of show, the writing can be yeah something exactly. New every time. So. so I don't know. <laughs> Comfy, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ending up lying down shortly. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoa. Let's just lie down. Take a nap. And now and we're gonna microphones about above our heads. Oh, we'll that'd be like, so cool. Nap. I would be asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll just snuggle up. <laughs> wow. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next season, <laughs> the lying down. Consider that. Uh, the other new thing. New, 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 new news. <laughs> okay. This is exciting news. (laughs) For Christmas, I got my podcast babies their own Twitter account. So we have a Twitter. Yay. (laughs) In sync. (laughs) It is at DRS Companions, because that's the only way I could fit Doctor's Companions into it. Um, So you can tweet us, and Juliana and I at least have Twitter, so we'll be on there tweeting stuff. We will respond. Yeah. As well. And it's an easier way if you'd like to uh, answer our weekly question. Yeah. We'll be tweeting those out as well to remind you. 
Yeah, and just kind of tweeting out any news and I think thoughts maybe and feelings. Thoughts and feelings. <laughs> There's nothing new to tweet about because it's not airing right now, but mm. just random stuff. I was thinking yeah. maybe posting once in a while some of our older questions that we've asked, and if anybody wants to answer those, yeah. we'll still read those. It's a good idea. Just want to yeah. get you involved, guys. Yes, way easier. Little 140 character parts. <laughs> we don't want to move too fast here. But maybe email was too much of a commitment for you guys, so Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I think that makes, it makes perfect sense. It's fun. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of answering questions on Twitter, I tweeted out the question for this episode, Ooh. and somebody replied. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it's working. So exciting. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I messaged these guys and I was like, guys, it's working. My Twitter <laughs> plan is working. Someone responded. We got one. We got one. <laughs> All right, so the question this week is, how upset were you when they announced Peter Capaldi as the next Doctor? Which, maybe, to be fair, we were a little Not- leading with how we worded that. but Yeah, I think we're going by the fact that I was very <laughs> upset. A lot of other people weren't, but I think in general the Doctor Who community was like, "What the fuck? He's already been on Doctor Who." I wrote an essay to this. So, <laughs> should we start with our answers and then our new friends? Sure, <laughs> well, I'll go first because okay. by the time Peter Capaldi was the Doctor, I hadn't even started watching it, so it's not like I had like a real attachment to yeah. any of the Doctors beforehand. Mm-hmm. So, like, just seeing pictures of him, like I. Noticed he was old and not <laughs> as attractive as the other doctors, but like, I didn't have like a big issue with it. So, yeah, that was fine. Like, yeah, no it wasn't that upset. <laughs> <laughs> Me, um, this was because I started watching when Matt Smith Eleven was already the doctor. So this was my first reveal of a new doctor before, like, on the show, like, because yeah. they told mm-hmm. us who it was, and I was like what the fuck? Because I also watched Torchwood, and he had a big role on season three of Torchwood, so I knew who he was Mm -hmm. from that. Mm -hmm. He was this character to me, and Torchwood and Doctor Who were in the same universe, so I was really upset (laughs) that they were reusing him, because he was, like, this shitty guy in Torchwood. He wasn't shitty, he was, like, a man with no backbone. Who killed everyone? Um, <laughs> that sounds pretty shitty. I'm not it's pretty shitty. Um, so I was just mad that they were like reusing him, and then found it, and then reading about it was reminded that he also had a role in one episode of Doctor Who, which we're yes. talking about, which is why we're talking about it. Yeah, this yeah. episode. Um, so I was like even more upset that he's actually in Doctor Who. The Doctor met him. And now they're just, like, reusing the actor. They do that all the time with Doctor Who. I know, and then people pointed out, like, oh, Colin Baker or somebody was on Doctor Who and he shot the Doctor, and then a couple years later he was the Doctor. And, Mm. like, Amy is in this episode, too, and Martha had a little part, and... And Gwen was on Doctor Who and then on Tart... Yeah. Tartwood. Tartwood. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the Irish... Okay. Yeah, so some people were were really upset, and then some people were like, it's been done before, like, get over it. But I was like, I can't, because I just (laughs) saw him as this man in Torchwood, and 
So I was, like, just upset the fact that they were reusing him. But, I mean, watching him, I'm not upset with him now. He's Mm -hmm. great as a doctor. It's just the fact that they did that made me upset. And then they had to address the fact that he has a face that the doctor has already seen in the show. They had to give him, like, a revelation of why I have this face. It looks familiar. And it's, like, a little, like, in-joke, but it's also, like... You bastards just have to figure out how to explain the stupid thing you did. So that's why I was upset. Um, Torchwood. I was excited because um, I thought, like, oh, you're going in, like, a very new direction. Like, I started watching it um, when Tenet was first coming in. Like, I, I, I wasn't quite on the Doctor Who ship when it first rebooted in 2005, but um, it was actually season four... Tennant and Tate when I started watching it. So, like, uh, my first reveal was David Tennant to Matt Smith. And mm-hmm. by the time that reveal came out, I, like, watched, like, the first, like, three seasons really fast. And then mm-hmm. I was like, but I love David Tennant. Why are you <laughs> taking him away from me? And I got, like, pretty upset about it. Yeah. So I kind of, like, been through it once before. <laughs> like, I dealt with my feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was excited because it was, like, a really new direction because... David Tennant was younger, and then Matt Smith was, like, the youngest, and I felt like they were kind of going for, like, oh, like, a handsome young doctor, and they were like, no, we're going different. We're clearly stating, like, this guy's really making a transition, and um, uh, it doesn't bother me. The episode of Doctor Who, like, Fires of Pompeii, doesn't really bother me. They do address it later on, which I kind of, like, appreciated, I guess. Yeah. But, like, if it had, if it had just been, like, the one episode of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. I think it would have been like, oh, it's, you know, fine. Like, whatever. They used a small yeah, like, part. Yeah. <laughs> There's only small. so many people on the island, I guess. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, it, the Torchwood thing bothers me a little bit, because it was, it wasn't like this, like, you know, little bit part and he was such a you know it's like that and I understood why people were upset when it came to the Torchwood stuff like they're supposed to be like the same world Mm -hmm. so like it's great that you addressed that you were this guy's face from Fires of Pompeii but there's still this totally (laughs) like unaddressed thing and Mm -hmm. I I could understand why people were upset Um, and especially because like the fans of Torchwood and fans of Doctor Who are generally like the same fans. So it's like it's yeah. not like it's a different group of people who are like, oh well you don't know about Torchwood. <laughs> yeah. Um so uh overall, um yay, I guess. I came out in favor. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's been great. Um and then and then no he's been good with him which helps. being the doctor. Well and that's what I'm saying, like but I was kind of excited and then I was like, oh Torchwood, but then I was like, oh well and then he's been really good so I'm like yay. Yeah, allowed my roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, the casting upset me, but like but watching him on the, the show, ad, yeah. I'm happy with the show. That's fair, but like a lo- as you say, like a lot of people are like, "What the fuck?" Like he's you've used yeah. him for already more than one character in this world, more than one character in this universe. Yeah. Like I can understand him having a small part in Doctor Who and then saying, "Oh, here's a bigger part in Torchwood." Like that's yeah, it was a sm- it was one episode of Doctor Who, but then to be like, "Come back and be the Doctor," I know. I'm like, what are you doing to me? He's already this man in my head, and now I'm supposed to think of him as the doctor. Yeah. It's going to be weird now when I rewatch Torchwood. Yes, it will. Yes, it will. <laughs> Actually, really weird. Doctor, what are you <laughs> doing? Why are you doing this? Why are you so horrible? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. So, we had a tweet from someone named Celery Legs. Good name. Yeah. Good name. Ties in with our next question, too. At O'Celery Legs said, Upset with Peter Capaldi? I stood up and applauded. I was so thrilled. He's been even more brilliant than I dared hope. Sunglasses emoji. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He wears that. sunglasses all the time. <laughs> 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 Very clever. <laughs> yeah, so, um, I guess he didn't have, he or she didn't have a problem with. No, they seemed using. Maybe this person has already, like, seen him and other things and thought, like, knew he was a great actor and was just like, yay, something That's great. Thing. I'm trying to think of stuff I've seen him in. He's in some British show that I can't think of the name, but he's, like, a very angry man who swears very creatively. Ooh, he could totally do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sorry. The <eyebrows. laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, that was, there's a lot of jokes about that, too. Like, this doctor's gonna be angry and swearing all the time. I love swear creatively, but okay. <laughs> it makes me excited when you come up with something new. <laughs> I can't think of any examples, but it's some... I think fuckity is something that he said a lot in the show. And just, like, random... Yeah, he was, like, a very angry politician or something. Um, yeah. I don't think I'd seen him in any... I did see him in a kind of small part in a mini-series written by Neil Gaiman. He was like an angel or something. It's a fantasy. Very. (laughs) The angel of Islington, I think that was him. Or it was the guy that looks like him. No, I think it was Peter Capaldi. (laughs) (laughs) Are you sure about that? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so I didn't see him in anything except George Wood. Well, and and that's the thing, too. That's the only thing you know him from, right? Yeah. So when you see someone in only one character, they are that character until you see them in enough things that you see them as an actor. I think, based on what I see on his IMDb page, I think, like, I may have seen him as, like, a bit part in, like, a show or two, Mm -hmm. watching some British television, but nothing that I would, like... Yeah, I'm sure he's been on... No, like, oh, you know, like, oh, that's Peter Kippel. Like, I didn't know who he was. Really. So, us over here in... Canada. 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 Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> it's how we talk. It's exactly what it's like. Yeah. Oot and a boot. <laughs> oh, here's another fun fact. We spent New Year's with... Together! Um, yay! <laughs> yes, we did. And our new English friend, oh, yeah. who made fun of her Canadian accents all the time. <laughs> Don't blame and her. We sound crazy. Oddly enough, um, has never watched Doctor Who, she said, which was, I was like, and you call yourself British. What is wrong with you? I know. Um, She's like new age British. (laughs) She said her dad is friends with Tom Tom Baker, Baker, the fourth doctor. Yeah. She's like, oh yeah, I've never like, they like have dinner and stuff. I was like, what is, what is (laughs) happening in front of me? She's never even watched Doctor Who. And we're like, you've been near the doctor. (laughs) She's, I have, like, goosebumps a little bit. <laughs> Way too cool for it. So, yeah. So, so Nancy. Yeah, Nancy. Nancy. <laughs> that means we know one of the doctors, too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Basically, yeah. We're basically friends with Tom Baker. We heard the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what we are. What is it now, five degrees of separation, though? Is that something people say? Six, six degrees. Six degrees. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. less got than it. six, I think. Less yeah. than six to Tom Baker. <laughs> yeah. 
Like three. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty cool. Just a fun anyway, fact. Anyway, just, uh, yeah. Good good fun fact. That's yeah. true. All right, let's get into these episodes. I asked if he wore a scarf to dinner. I was told, <laughs> <laughs> I was told he did not. Uh, <laughs> that would a character of him. <laughs> Uh, I hate scarves. Right? He never wants I to be caught wearing a scarf. I know, right? I, I don't blame him. I, it's like <laughs> the most defining characteristic. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, <laughs> let's do this. Alright, season four, episode two, The Fires of Pompeii, aired on April 12th, 2008, written by James Moran, who, this is his only episode of Doctor Who, but he also did two episodes of Torchwood. Just so you know. Uh, the Doctor and Donna visit Pompeii in AD 79 on the eve of the eruption of Mount Vesuvius. They didn't mention the year in the episode, but... I thought they did. I think the Doctor Oh, yeah, he it. did say... I remember him saying but the exact like date. Quick little, August like, August 23rd blah, blah. something. Yeah. And I was just caught up on the fact that it was like, you know the exact day? Yeah. It's the Doctor. Why is that surprising? I know, but how did, like, the writers make that up? I have a lot of issues with about how Pompey actually went down in compared to this, but I couldn't be bothered to actually do any research. <laughs> so it's just me asking a lot of questions. Okay, well, let's just say that they took the kind of concept of Pompey and changed it a lot for a science fiction Made show. Made it very dramatic in a very short amount of time. Yes. I'm my thing is, pretty like, sure there weren't did it- real soothsayers telling them. You don't know that. Well, I'm sure... <laughs> Would there have been soothsayers? Like, well, there may have been soothsaying, but I'm just saying, like, every, all they were all correct, and none we of don't them... know. Okay, well, I'm sorry, incorrect. soothsayers that were correct. I know, and there were not. What <laughs> you were there? <laughs> sorry, did you take a Pompeii history class? Yeah, yeah, no, <laughs> I didn't. Um, my other th- big thing was, did it really happen like in one day? I don't think. So. I don't know. I don't know my volcano I mean, like science well. Well, I did learn some question. about it from the confidential episode because that's what it was all about. David Tennant went on a tour of Mount Vesuvius. Oh, that's nice. With the most stereotypical sounding Italian man, <laughs> like, like so, like this is the mountain. Of the Vesuvius. Like literally, that's what he sounded oh my like. God. It's amazing. That makes me so, so Italian. Um, yeah, so I learned some about... But, like, um, Pompeii is seven miles from the mountain. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't lava. It was... So no, first, the um, poisonous gas is what killed yeah. them. They all suffocated. So... But I don't know the time of, like... Because... Well, in the episode, like, ash is, like, falling right away. And I'm like, no, they're too far away. It didn't explode, and immediately stuff is falling down. You know? Like, mm. they were far enough, far enough away... They're like, it would have exploded and they would have been like, what's that? And then they all suffocated from poisonous gas that they didn't know yeah, was yeah. happening, right? And then it just all got buried in ash. Or as the Italian men said, pumice stones in the ash. Oh. <laughs> um, so yeah, everything is just preserved. Yeah. And that's why it's such like a magical place. They also but. buried another city. Not Aww. important, though. No one mentions the <laughs> other city. It also it it buried the cities of Pompeii and Herculaneum. Oh, That's where he went. <laughs> Mount Vesuvius facts. <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> okay, I'm done now. 
So yeah, I'm so, like, in the episode, they make it seem like everyone's being buried alive, but that's not mm. what mm. killed them. And it wouldn't have happened that fast. Because, like, everything would have spewed out. It would have taken time for stuff to burn up and become ash and then fall down, is my thinking. And also, they're not, like, right under the mountain. Yeah. So, but, you know, they had to make it, like, dramatic. So anyway, <clears throat> ancient Rome, or Pompeii, as they realized. They think yes. that's ancient Rome. Well, well, it was a... It is in a larger sense of the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just not the city of Rome. Um, which was also not built in a day. Donna... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Had to be said. <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. Uh, Donna's always asking the smart questions. I put that down, too. She is. She says, you're speaking Latin right now, because the translator, she's like, well, what if I say something in Latin? Okay, well... That was funny. Now, I thought it was funny, but I have some issues with this, in terms of the TARDIS translation. Okay. Okay. Because, why would the TARDIS... The TARDIS doesn't, like... Why would it translate it at all? If she speaks Latin, why would it translate it into something else? That makes zero sense. It didn't translate it. She was just saying it in her, like, not Latin. She was saying Latin words, but I got the feeling that it was... Yeah, because she was saying it in her modern English accent. That it sounded Celtic? That he thought that to him, she was saying those Latin words, and he was just like, you're trying to speak Latin in a different accent. Oh. Not that you're speaking a different That's not how I took it. I thought he was just saying... I took it as, like, it translated translated it. it to Celtic. I think maybe he just didn't understand, so he was kind of just saying, oh, I don't speak... Like, if someone said something to you in such a weird accent that you didn't understand, you'd be like, sorry, I don't speak whatever language. And I think it was just a okay. joke of, like, That's to make funny. fun of Welsh yeah. people. I took it said, I don't the TARDIS translating it. Because she was like, well, then, if it's translating, what happens if I actually speak it? And then it was I thought it was just... Interesting. Different... Kind of two different accents and he was just teasing thing. her. Because, like, I think it was just a way to make fun of Welsh people. Mm-hmm. Well, it's always is English... just a way to make fun of Welsh people. <laughs> because, I mean, Welsh is a language, but also, like, the Welsh accent is different than an English yeah. accent. So I thought it was more of, like, an accent joke. Or, like, in our part of the world, it would be, like, Maybe like a southern accent, you know, like a hillbilly yeah, kind of accent, yeah. like that's or a Newf. That's the yeah. <laughs> if you want to be specific, a Canadian a Newfoundland accent, <laughs> just like a kind of because there's lots of jokes about Welsh people, and yeah, the same kind of jokes we make about like southern inbred people, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, that's how I took it. Okay, but I took I it as know. the TARDIS translating it to, to a English. different language. Also, I forgot to look up what she's saying exactly. I didn't look that up either. She said, I'm Granddad sorry. says that after the football, and it was, um, Vine Vire Vice, but I, I'm not saying it exactly, but <laughs> I'm sure at some point in my life I looked it Latin up. needs work. <laughs> Whatever, I'll look it up. Keep talking. Okay. Um, my issue, like, I also had issues, like, because they never address this. It always bothers me when they go back, um, of their clothes. I'm like, you're in ancient Rome, and just even the fabrics and stuff are not, like, yeah. yeah. Maybe it's... I know it, like, makes... Who wants to spend time being, like, dealing with that every time they go to a new place? But, like, if you go forward in time, it doesn't bother me the same way, because, like, they're like, oh, well, maybe they're aliens from another planet, because we're forward in time, mm-hmm. and we know that that, that exists. exists. Yeah. Whereas back in time, they're like, oh, yeah, this isn't bothersome at all, that you're just... 
weird people speaking Celtic and weird clothes. I think they blow it off the same way as they do with the TARDIS popping up, like kind of perception. Oh, that's fair. I mean, they went to Shakespeare, and she's like, uh, "Isn't anyone going to notice?" And he's like, "I know, but it, I just it still bothers me every time." Yeah, <laughs> just women in pants alone uh, would be, a big would be deal. like exactly. <laughs> okay, Vene vide vice. I came, I saw, I conquered. Oh, okay, yeah. So sports, right? <laughs> Got it. Got it. Yeah, sports. Sports. <laughs> <laughs> I love sports. Um, <laughs> it's Volcano Day, and Jack warned them about going to Pompeii to set your alarm for Volcano Day. Yes, he did, yeah. It's the That's day true. before Volcano Day, actually. Yes, it's the it's Which Volcano again, Eve. I wonder, did it really happen in one day? We're not going to be able to answer that question on this podcast. <laughs> but we'll see if we can get a science expert like, on the phone to explain <laughs> yeah. to us. Who knows a geologist? Isn't, Actually, I might know. Isn't geologist. Kim's dad a geologist? He's an engineer of rocks. Of rocks. <laughs> right? I think he's an engineer, and he does stuff for like mining and stuff to do with rocks. He might know. He might know. Does he know? Does he know? <laughs> can we call him up and ask him about his Pompeii knowledge? Can you know about rocks? <laughs> um, what day did Pompeii happen? <laughs> How do rocks explode? <laughs> That a one day process. I mean, in terms of knowing the exact day, I feel like they could, with carbon dating and stuff, they can probably figure out how old maybe like the. Well, I mean, they know the, the year. That's fine. Is, but, but he was like August twenty third, well, the day know. before Volcano Day. And I was they, like, I guess the doctor like would know that. Yeah, science. Maybe we know that. <laughs> no, no, we don't. <laughs> Whatever. Like this is like. <laughs> We're getting very bogged down with like real world, but I couldn't be bothered research in this it. one. But none of us actually looked at that. Well, we frankly, just... we were like, "When can we record?" And like on oh, Thursday, yeah. we were what like, is... "On Saturday," and we were all like, "Oh okay. shit, we have to watch all these episodes." So, skipped through all the confidential episodes. Yeah, didn't do any research. Just to focus on the. Yeah. Anyway, um, Amy is a fortune teller with an English accent. <clears throat> yeah, she can't fake an accent. But she's Scottish. No, so she was English. Yeah, in this. Oh, why? I don't know. Just because everyone in Doctor Who translates world it translates to English, to English various accent. English accents. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, David <laughs> Tennant's <Yeah>. also Scottish, <laughs> so except for that one episode, right, where he got yeah. to use his natural, <laughs> natural accent. accent. But yeah. now we have Capaldi, who's was Scottish. They decided the doctor was allowed He's to allowed. be Scottish. Yeah. It took a while. I guess England and Scotland have come together enough. That's that true, they okay. have now. Right? Well, they didn't mm-hmm. vote for... They had to vote whether or not yeah. they wanted to separate and they, they said didn't. They, didn't. they were like, we'll stay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even though you treated us. It's like when Quebec for... wanted to separate. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Quebec. <laughs> We're just, like, right in the middle of the country. We'll just, like, become our own country, make you cross across us. We'll still use your same money. Well, but that's... When that's the type... Okay, (laughs) I feel like we're getting off topic. We understand the, you know... So we see Amy. I recognized her right away after watching. Yeah, once you know who she is. I did not recognized her. Like, when I saw her, like, as Amy, I wasn't like, oh, that was a fortune teller. And even, like, watching it... I would agree with that. Or, like, hearing, like, oh, she was already in an episode, and I was like, really? And, like, looking it up, and I was like, no, she looks totally different with, like, all that makeup. Oh, yeah. Mm. 
But I mean, in your position, Linda, like, going back just the first time watching it, like, yeah, right away, you would notice her. But she she sounds different. She's being English. Well, she's the one that sees the doctor and Donna in the blue box, box, and she goes back to report it because it was in a prophecy. Oh, yeah, they're weird hand <laughs> eyes. And so they tell, it's very Pan's Labyrinth. <laughs> so they communicate with each other, right? They close their eyes. Yeah, yeah, and they put their hand eyes on. <laughs> <laughs> and then the doctor is a modern art collector. That's what I. The, <laughs> <laughs> and a marble inspector. It's weird though that like the two actors that come back with major roles were both. In, in the same episode? Yeah. I don't know. Because then I get, like, watching this episode, I'm like, my, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's too much. But it's Amy and, and no, that's not right. <laughs> At least they're not, like, together. It's Amy and the 12 Doctor. <laughs> <laughs> like, if Amy, Karen Gillan played, like, the daughter. Yeah. And she had seen, oh, my that God. That would be really bizarre. Um, I said, families appear to be just as dysfunctional in ancient Rome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where have you been all night? I, I was like, like, what is happening? Out getting drunk with girls. Yeah. I feel like that would be like, studies. you know, approved of almost. Yeah, it was Pompeii's party Seriously. city. His parents are still I concerned. wondered. Sorry. <laughs> I wondered about the, um, the soothsaying. If that was part of Pompeii culture, which we don't know, we, we haven't researched. We can't answer any. The of our vapors problems. thing is that a soothsaying thing, or like that? And you said the hot spring heating. He's like My they still use wood fires in, in Rome, Rome, but we've got hot springs. And I was like, it's not a hot spring; it's a air it's vent to the volcano. Yeah. There's no water in there, no. and you can see that. Who dug these? I don't know how uh, to answer. <laughs> Maybe the rock guys dug up. Yeah. So they were just all accepted that now there was he- heating vents in yeah. all their homes one That's day? What, they came in, they were like, sweet, government heating must elves. be like really on top of this. <laughs> Thank you. Well, they did mention that like seven years before, no, 18 years before. That there was an earthquake? Yeah. yeah. I love the doctor's reaction. He's like, and you didn't move? Oh, San Francisco. You yeah. <laughs> can't really move. The entire Pacific Rim. <laughs> yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then it was after that that all the soothsayers. So that, like, rumble, earthquake, whatever, was the aliens landing. Yeah. And then they started doing whatever to the soothsayers. Mm-hmm. And they all... All their prophecies became rocks. Incredibly so accurate. is that true that there was an earthquake like 18 years before? I don't know. I'm sure there's earthquakes all the time. Now. How they would had, they know that? Mount though? Vesuvius had blown, they say, before Pompeii. Well, yeah, it's an active volcano. It could yeah. blow any second. But I don't know if it's specifically. I mean, I know they could date like when all this ash, like when it blew. But what? How do you date an earthquake or other activity? With a volcano. So probably it might have been an earthquake, but earthquakes and volcanoes are connected because that's what makes yeah. volcanoes happen. Um, I don't know. Anyway. It went I told quiet you, I, just, for, I have a lot of questions. It went quiet for hundreds of years and Romans have vineyards on it. Before Pompeii? Yep. Yeah. I think. So. And since Pompeii, they're just... Kept their distance. <laughs> but, yeah. I don't see it telling me specifically about an earthquake. 
Well, maybe they just made that up for the alien thing. Yeah. So well, that's what I'm saying. You asked if it actually happened. I'm saying, I don't know. On this particular thing that I'm reading, it doesn't say it. Well, I'm just thinking I don't think they could know. Yeah. They just about earthquake. I don't know. Didn't have the seismographs. Oh, the 7980 eruption was preceded by a powerful earthquake 17 years beforehand on February 5th, AD 62 which caused widespread destruction around the Bay of Naples and particularly Pompeii. Right. Some of the damage had still not been repaired when the volcano erupted. And the deaths of 600 sheep from tainted air in the vicinity of Pompeii indicates the earthquake of 62 may have been related to new activity by Vesuvius. But they didn't understand to get the fuck out of there. No. No. They're just like, oh shit. This is a one time our sheep die. We don't know. The gods are angry. Yeah. So they must have been like writing this shit down if they have a fucking date. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they had writing and stuff. So maybe they did write it down. How old was Jesus? (laughs) Oh God. (laughs) Jesus. Jesus only lived till like 30. So I guess he was already gone. The Romans then grew accustomed to minor earth tremors in the region because they were not particularly alarming or infrequent positions and then small earth (laughs) small earthquake here we go small earthquakes started taking place on the 20th of august AD 79 ad not 80 (laughs) (laughs) becoming more frequent over the next four days but the warnings were not recognized i don't know but everyone is buried how do they know what happened the days before because he saved a family tish and they wrote about it good point point. it all makes sense now okay i don't i hope i don't know he saved peter capaldi and his family yeah so that he could become the the 12th doctor okay we have gotten very off topic. But if you are interested in Pompeii and Mount Vesuvius, I hope you learned something here today. Google it before you go on a podcast about it. <laughs> um, um, so like I said, positions. That's yes. a Mary Poppins thing. I was watching I was like, that's from something. And then I read it in the trivia and I was like, oh yeah, Because <laughs> their neighbor has a cannon and mm-hmm. okay. Mary Poppins. And like every day at noon, they have to like hold positions. Um, then they have like a philosophy off. <laughs> I feel Philos- like who philosophies off the soothsayer and the doctor with their like oh yeah <laughs> their like readings and like, oh yeah it's the darkness and but the sun and the I don't know I don't remember exactly what they say but it makes me giggle every time. Also, the guy who's the creepy old soothsayer played the creepy killer cabbie in Sherlock. Yes, he did. I recognized him. Did the you first know? episode? Yeah, yeah, the cabbie. Who's it? He had glasses in that, so I don't know mm-hmm. if I put those two together. <laughs> Just like an old, I can tell yeah. by his like weird mouth. Did he get fatter teeth. in Sherlock? Yeah, probably a little fatter. A little older. Moffat obviously was like, I approve. I reuse yeah, people. I know yes. actor. Also, like I said, it's a small island. Of Every course. British actor has been on every That's show. Really, I know. <laughs> Russell Tovey has been on Doctor Who and Sherlock. A lot of other people have, I think. <sighs> anyway, household gods, was that a thing? I don't know. <laughs> that must be a thing. It sounds Probably so, it sounds uh, like something. Sounds like, so awkward. Know. Say your story to the household gods. 
Yeah. Like, why not just the gods? I don't know. That sounds like people now, like Wicca, who believe in, like, fairy, like, household, like, fairies and spirits in your house. Mm-hmm. But that's different than a god, you know? I'm sure there's it a seems... god of a household, like the small branches of gods. <laughs> a god for each household? Yeah. Or a god yeah. of households? They were a polytheistic society. Yeah. yeah. There's trillions of them. But they're like household gods, like everyone had more than one god I for don't their household. Know. Yeah. I'm not looking this one up. The god of <laughs> cleaning up and the god of dinner time. <laughs> <laughs> And they changed it to the Doctor and Donna and the TARDIS. I know, I love that. At least they actually did something for them. If you were going to believe in gods, the people that show up in a magic blue box and save you from a volcano is a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, And then they have, like, their weird oracle off after they philosophize. When they're like, who's better? And it gets, shit gets creepy. (laughs) The Doctor's like, what? What? How do you know that? Those fumes. He's like, you're from far away, and then she comes in with Gallifrey, and then Other way around, Noble okay. of London, mm-hmm. and... Mm-hmm. There's something on your back. They say there's something on their, <gasps> your back, yeah. which is foreshadowing, and... Yeah. Oh, and she is returning. She is returning, as in I know, and he's Rose. like, and he's like, who is she? <laughs> and I'm like, what did oh, you like to know? I didn't catch that one. I put it in giant letters. She is returning. I get excited. Yeah. This whole arc of this season excites me. So every time, like, they kind of, like, nod to, like, the... Is there something on your back? And, like, she is returning. Like, I get, like, excited. Lost Planets. Yeah. And Lost Planets. Yeah. The planet is lost. Pyrovilia is lost. Mm -hmm. And every time they say that, Doctor's just like, what do you mean it's lost? And they just kind of skim past it. And the bees are dying. The bees are dying. Fucking bees are dying. But that's, like, yeah. a little too close to home. Because the bees are dying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not dying. They're going home. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah. Donna gets taken by the soothsayers. And they're about to kill her. And they're like, oh, we will stop you from talking or something. And doctor's like, I'll be the day. <laughs> right. That's funny. I love that. You just let me know when you actually manage that. <laughs> yeah. But that's, like, I love that part of the relationship. The, like, they're... Their little baby. We're about to die, but I'm gonna make fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> Donna wants to save everyone because of of course she does. Of course she does. She's nice. Mm-hmm. She's like, all right, let's round them up. Um, I found an amphitheater. If we ring a yeah, bell in there, everyone will hear. We'll get them all out of here. He's like, what are you talking about? We gotta go. <laughs> She's his moral center, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She ends up being easy. like a good balance like she accepts that he has to make this decision but then he also accepts that we have to save someone yeah well and i mean like that really comes like to like the crux of this episode is when that decision and because she she like kind of gets but she doesn't get it until she's in that position and then like it's the first time where she can kind of see like how history and and history that you don't know about and it all kind of intersects and like the choices that he has to make fixed point in time Mm. bullshit (laughs) Um, she bonds with the young girl. I think yes. we see that a lot. She kind of connects with the young girls or, like, characters that the doctor's kind of ignoring. Yeah. But Donna finds someone to kind of explain what's happening in the scary situation. Agreed. Or, like, she's good at that, connecting with people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then there's a marble circuit board. Oh, yeah. That was cool. That's a thing that would work. 
What were they? What were they doing the circuit beds for? He yeah. said it for was the pyro. energy converter. Oh, it was, the, it was for the Pyroville's escape pod or whatever, wasn't yeah. it? Mm-hmm. That they were going to use. They were going to blow. They were going to convert the energy from the mountain, which would cause the eruption, which would launch their escape pod or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then what was he deciding between? Because if the Pyroville could do that, then they were also going to take over the world or something? Yeah, because... Yeah, it was something like that, because they were going to use this world, but maybe... So, maybe, so he had to, like, still cause an explosion, but an explosion to kill them rather than an explosion to help them. Or maybe I got it wrong and it wouldn't have... They would have used the... From the... Ex- I don't remember. It was either the Pyroville take over the world, or he kills everyone in Pompeii. That's yeah. what I remember. It was, yeah, it was the world or it. Pompeii. Yeah. That was the decision. And the circuit board somehow played into that. <laughs> he said when he first saw it, he's like, it's an energy converter, but he didn't know what type of energies. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're so smart, but you don't know. Well, you can't remember everything. It's in there somewhere. How would you know it's an energy converter if you didn't know what it was converting? It's a standard <laughs> thing that the whole it's universe uses. Okay. And then there's a big lava rock monster. Yeah, the in their bill. home, and he throws a little bit of water on it, and it crumbles. Crumbles, and I'm like, a mm, little bit of water wouldn't do that to lava. No, water it would just would, it would evaporate. Even like putting water, like lava, like in you have to put it like in the ocean for it to actually do something. cool down cool enough, down. and it takes and even a then, long like, the outside time. Cools, and the and inside then. continues to be magma for a very, very, very yeah. long time. It's really hot, it's is really, what we're saying. It's, really, it's hotter than a bucket of water, yeah. is what we're saying. But that's okay. We look past that. Yeah, we have to. <laughs> well, he also, like, manages to, like, ward off the other ones with a tiny water gun. Yeah, but that's that just, like, a t- It was cute, but lady. I'm just saying, like... Yeah, but, like, even the ones when they're in there, it at least stuns them enough for them to, like, run away. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like... Really, though? Yep. Okay. Okay, Okay, the Sybil line? Yes. Is that real? (laughs) Because Doctor says, like, I know who started this religion, and she wouldn't like what you're doing. She says, like, Sybil, Sybil line started it. (laughs) Juliana I must know now. I just ask questions and expect her to Google them (laughs) for me. Just look at her, like, is this real? (laughs) We should just have Siri ask Siri <laughs> during the podcast. How do you spell it? I don't know. <laughs> Look that up first. Um, and then he finds out she's like made of rock. Yeah, that's and they're she turning into rock. She looks super creepy. But is it the sister? <laughs> do they call themselves the sister? Sisterhood of the Sibylines. But he says like Sibyl, Sibyl or Sibylline was. A person who started it. Um, and she, he's like, tell me who you are, and things are getting intense, and then she screams pyrovile, but it doesn't sound like that at all. Like, she just kind of screams like, ah! That's fair, but I never read it in my book here, so I knew what she was trying to say. Even watching now, I knew what she's, like, saying, but I was like, that was just, like, a weird scream. And then all the, like, sisterhood starts going, pyrovile, pyrovile. And I was like, no one would have understood what she said. 
The Sibylline books were a collection of oracular utterances set out in Greek hexameters that, according to tradition, were purchased from a Sibyl by the last king of Rome. And they were consulted at momentous crisis through the history of the Republic and the Empire. So it was true. In Pompeii. Oh. The Sibylline book should not be confused with the so-called Sibylline oracles, which we'll go to now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, yeah. So, so the line was... You need to watch it with the subtitles on. I know, but seriously, if you're watching this for the first time, and you're like, what are you called? And this crazy rock lady's like, It doesn't sound like... And it's that weird, like... The monster voice. Yes, it's so creepy and weird. I was like... No one understood what you were just saying. And it's not a regular word, so you can't even, like, guess at it. It's a new word. She's just scrawling. So there were sibyls, and sibyls were prophetesses who uttered divine revelations in a frenzied state. Oh, speaking in tongues. Yeah. Kind of. So, just, it's based on, like, okay, real cool. history. Okay, least. cool. They did their research before they wrote this. Mm-hmm. Better than we did. <laughs> I've learned a lot, guys. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Doctor Who. We're still on our first episode. <laughs> <sighs> Sorry, so it just made me laugh. I know. Um, All right, shoots her with a water pistol. Yep. And Donna's like, "You just shot her with a water pistol." I bloody love I you. Know. <laughs> I know. I love Donna, but at the same time, I'm like, "How bad can you make the doctor feel about this situation in 24 hours?" Yeah, yeah. Because it's constantly, it's like everyone's gonna die. Everyone's gonna die. You're not gonna save them. Everyone's gonna die. I'm like, he knows that. Oh my god. Well, and then by the end of this, she learns what it's like for the I doctor. I know, but it's just like I'm like, it's okay. Well, I mean, if you're in that situation, you would be like, but. We know it's like, gonna die. Why can't it. we? As long as we can get out of here, right? <laughs> you wouldn't even try. <laughs> no, I don't know what I would do. I'm just. Saying. I would probably be so scared as soon as he said, "Like we're I would in be like, Pompeii." I know. I'd, I'd be like, like, "Get the fuck out!" <laughs> I know. I'd be like, "Okay, it was nice to see you. Let's go." <laughs> even if it was like, "Oh, it's not gonna happen for a hundred years," I'd be like, "No, let's get out of here. That's a fucking volcano." <laughs> <laughs> well, now that we know what year it is, we'd be like, "Doctor." What's the date? Um, I studied this one time on a podcast. I (laughs) I know when it happened. And then it explodes that day and we learn that Tish is correct and they have no way of dating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, It gives some of his fixed points, uh, flux points, bullshit. As soon as that comes out of his mouth, I like, my eyes glaze over. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, bullshit, bullshit. Well, I'm the time lord, and I'm the only one that can know this. Yeah. yeah. Um, Power Billy is last, you said that. Um, it seems really hot, and I hate being hot, so every time I watch them, like, inside the volcano, I'm like, that seems like the worst thing <laughs> imaginable. Sweating, they just looking at it. They weren't sweating that much, though. I know, but... Because they were they in Cardiff. Would <laughs> and, um, and then they kind of have the choice there. Where they're stuck inside the little escape pod. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, being a time lord's hard, guys. Well, yeah, when you're the doctor and you go around and interfere with everything. Sometimes yeah. lords just sit at home and... Watch time. Play, at. mess with time. <laughs> I don't know what they do. Probably be me. I'd probably be like, fuck that. Going out seems like so much work. Yeah, just hang out in Gallifrey and be all powerful. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I wrote that sometimes his sideburns are a little too much. I agree. Uh-oh. No, no, I agree with that. And I love him, <laughs> but I still agree. Just sometimes I notice him and I'm like, well, you're getting into mutton chops territory almost. <laughs> and I'm careful. I mean, like, they go, like, out at the end, do which they? is cool. Yeah, they do. A little bit? A little bit. But sometimes I notice it and I'm like, whoa. Sometimes you're like, those need to be trimmed. And you're <laughs> so not Scottish in show. <laughs> Yeah, I love the Scott. Also, they say that it's 20,000 people. I do not know how they know that. <laughs> they take senses. <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing that they know that. Okay. I figured that's a fact they know. Just like they know, like, the year it happened. Um, but I just thought it kind of brings up the point of, like, death is less sad the longer ago it was. Yes, like, of course. So hearing, like, 20,000 people died 2,000 years ago. You're not going to be, like, really yeah, sad like, and thinking oh, about their lives. You know, that's sad. But, but like, yeah, you have no concept. If of... it, you hear, like, somebody just got shot today, you would be like, that's so sad. Think of the family. But then the longer ago it was, because the less you, I think if it happens today, you can at least imagine yourself in their mm-hmm. place mm-hmm. because you know what, like, the world is like. Whereas, like, you can't imagine yourself in Pompeii twenty. 20- with those yeah, hearing about like, historical like, people being killed, you don't. It's yeah. just facts. But um, in confidential episode when he was doing the tour of Bombay, mm-hmm. they could like see not the bodies, but they did like plaster casts, kind of. Yeah, where there were because there was like twenty or thirty feet of ash and stones, stones and pumice. <laughs> And so as they were, like, <laughs> digging out Pompeii, and it was all, like, intact, mm. pretty much. So, Which like, is so, creepy, but so cool. Um, <laughs> the way they found people was, like, a space in all the ash. And if you're thinking of ash, like, it would still be, like, thick, and, like, yeah. they'd be digging through, not, like, flaky ash. Mm-hmm. No, um, of course. <laughs> so, like, as they were, like, uncovering, when they would find, like, a space, they would pour plaster in it, and then, like, uncover that, so they got shapes of people's bodies. Ooh. Creepy. Yeah. They're also cool. creepy because they're, like, not exact. They're just kind of, like, the face. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like, the hands are just, just kind like, of, like, the a basic form. Yeah. Type yeah. So they look like... Enough a- to know that it was a human, but not enough to know yeah. detail or anything. But it was, like, seeing that makes you, like, connect with it more and oh, realize, sure. like, these were people and they're all, like, lying down, like, huddled together and there's, like, a mom and a kid and stuff like that. And then you start to feel sad because <laughs> it's like, oh, they were real people. Yeah. And they just, like, laid down and died of poisonous gas. <laughs> and then got and buried then got and buried forgotten. by, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well. So. Cheery. Yeah, um, thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> um, Donna gets a lot on about fairness. It's not fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, first, life isn't fair, Donna. First rule of being a time lord is that it's the least fair thing that you can do. Yeah. Um. But and she wants him to go back. I was so sad. She's like crying her face. It was it was a like the it was very good the end of this episode, like yes. the acting in it and stuff. You're like, I feel <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes back and he's like, Come with me if you want to live. <laughs> I know. I know. He's very godlike, right? He was like, like 
So can you blame them. them for being like, oh, they're clearly household him. gods? Like, yeah, and then they take them up to like a, <laughs> a hill. hill. They're like, now watch your city die. And then we're going to leave you here. Like, they could have at least like taken them to Rome or something. Yeah, and then mm. six months later, they're in they're Rome. They're in Rome. They've with... got a nice big house. I know. And Stefano's like, they were left with literally just the clothes on their back. I know. And I How th- did they I'm put like, their life together in six months? I'm like, they deal with trauma very well. Like, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> the son's like, oh, yeah, I'm a medical student, and blah, blah, blah. And the daughter's all like, I'm going to go be a whore. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was just kind of like, they didn't have any money. I Yeah. Maybe. They would have been, yeah. like, on the streets. I don't know. You know he knows marble, you know? Yeah. He knows his marble. He's got skills. Yeah, so they go to Rome, and then he's like, I know how to make marble. And then just, like, gets rich. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. In six months. As yeah. usual, Linda and I are very much maybe, on board with this. Maybe he had family already there, and they helped him yeah. get a mansion Did you ever think about that? Going? They helped him get a mansion I feel like families probably <laughs> stayed in one place back then. Uh, and, like, Rome. Cousins. <laughs> they knew someone. How would Who they find them without been Facebook? <laughs> you know, marble deals all over, you know. Mm-hmm. It's not just one place. How far is Pompeii from Rome? <laughs> oh my god. I was Seven telling miles. You. Seven it can't miles. be that far because they were shooting this in Rome and then they went to visit Pompeii, so. It's like a horse ride over. Horse. Yeah. How long ago? <laughs> how long would it take back then? Walking. Because, <laughs> with nothing. Honestly, like how Less long than six survive? months. Obviously. <laughs> it took them six months, and then they were just, like, in someone else's home, acting the same way. Integrate. It must be close to Naples, right? It's very like, close to uh, Naples. It's, like, it's nine miles from Naples. That one I already know. Pompeii is 150 miles south of Rome. That sounds like quite a trek walking. Yeah, but if you take a train like that, it goes real fast. (laughs) Oh, is that how they got there in 79 AD? The bullet train? Maybe the daughter and son took one for the team and was like, whore it out for a bit to get some money to go. They were like, what would be between Pompeii and Rome that they would come across? Farms. Yeah. Marble. Wineries. Yeah, wineries. (laughs) (laughs) So they wouldn't get thirsty. Yeah, I'm just thinking they literally had nothing, and they were, like, up on a hill. He also talks about how the aliens came, and it, like, caused a rift. And every time the word rift comes up, my back gets really up about it, because they never have the same rules. Well, and I was like, they so never have the same like, rules about anything. But that's what I'm saying. Like, this wasn't a rift that, like, stayed forever, and, like, you can charge your TARDIS on. This is just, like, a this volcano causing volcano rift. rift. And then it's gone. And that's how they got their fortune-telling powers. Yeah. So... Anyway. So, uh, fun first trip for Donna. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Donna, welcome to the TARDIS. 20,000 people just died. <laughs> and he tries to be, like, sentimental, like, welcome aboard, and she's just kind of like, yeah, duh. <laughs> I'm already here. He's always trying. In the next few episodes, he has, like, these sentimental moments, and she's just like, yeah, whatever. Like, like yeah. get on Let's do it. this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else? No, my last note was, um, how did they have a nice big house in six months? <laughs> yeah, maybe, like, off camera, the doctor gave him a bunch of monies. 
And like a donkey or something, or a horse to ride on. Yeah. The doctor, yeah. <laughs> That's my answer, okay? I like that. The doctor gave them a donkey. Okay. That got them to Rome. To the mansion that the doctor had that left for his them. his cousins built before they got there. Okay. <laughs> so easy to explain. <laughs> Alright, some All right. things to note. We already kind of said she is returning... There's something on your back. Yeah. Also, the Cascade of Medusa, right. which is yeah. where all the planets are yeah. in the end. I forgot about and he's that. mentioned mm-hmm. a lot before. He says the pyrovile when he's yelling at her, something about the Shadow mm-hmm. Proclamation, mm-hmm. which comes up again. And that pyrovilia is lost. Yes. As so many other planets are. Yes. Ooh. I don't have any science fact or fiction. Just, uh, I'm just pretty sure it. we discussed a lot of that in the yeah. actual thing. I, like I said, I couldn't bother to do research. Um, so like I said, the Confidential episode is pretty cool. Um, they actually went to Rome to film this mm-hmm. on a set, because they have ancient Rome sets in Rome. That makes sense. Um, this is the first time Doctor Who has been filmed abroad, hmm. except for the Doctor Who movie that was filmed in Vancouver. Yes. <laughs> that doesn't count. No, uh, no. no. Um, so yeah, David Tennant... again? Which one's that? What? No, continue. Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, David Tennant gets to go on a tour of Vesuvius and Pompeii, and he looks real good. Just saying. He's got a tan, or what? <laughs> He's got, like... I didn't watch The Confidential, but I'm going to now. He's got shorts. shorts, which normally, like, I'm not sure about men in shorts, but they were just kind of, like, khaki shorts and got too short or too long. And, like, sneakers, because he's, like, hiking up the mountain. And, like, a button-up shirt that was undone. Oh. So you can see, like... Oh, my God. <laughs> he just died a and little bit. And he had, like, good Sweaty. aviator sunglasses on. His oh. hair was all, like, spiky, whatever. Why and doesn't like, he love me? <laughs> Back. <sighs> can I go watch that now? <laughs> yeah, you should. It's also fun to learn about Vesuvius and Pompeii. Um, because Vesuvius, like I said, is an active volcano, so they're, like, up there, and there's, like, steam or smoke coming out of just the rocks everywhere. Oh, cool. And the, uh, super Italian guy explains that they have, um, like, sensors and sonar, like, Mm -hmm. monitoring it at all times, so they might have, like, a week's notice before it explodes next. Um. A week's notice. That's not bad. Better than nothing. Well, yes, of course, (laughs) I'm just saying. Still... Imagine being like, so, volcano's gonna explode in a week, pack up your life and go. You'd be like, alright. I feel like they always Well, have I don't think anyone lives that close to it anymore. No. It's just tourist Pompeii. Yeah. Of course, but I'm just saying. Unless it's a big one. Which he said, like, if it's it a big one, is it gonna hit, like, Naples? Well, like, the, the longer pizza? it goes between explosions, the bigger the explosion's gonna mm, be, yeah. and it hasn't exploded since then? That's a long time. Just so it's real built there. up. So <laughs> this is going to just destroy the entire world. Um, just all of Italy covered in ash. A pumice stones in the ash. <laughs> That's really how he talks. Oh my god! I'm going to go watch this one as soon as and I he's get wearing there. like a normally, white suit. Damn! Like modern Italian guy needs like a talking like a this. I'm not even exaggerating. <laughs> <laughs> You'll see. I was keeping really up to date the confidential, and then I got to this point where I'm watching them all one night yeah. before we record. Yeah. yeah, I skimmed through them to remind myself um, of anything cool. But this if I, cool. I, I, I might have to 
Bring my computer so you can give me more so I can watch this one in particular. Because yes, David Tennant's shirt's unbuttoned. Apparently, it's got it shorts like, on. Sounds like something I need to see oh, yeah. immediately. And then they like tour around Pompeii. And it's really cool to see, and like, um, most of it's kind of pretty intact for what it is for two thousand years old. Um. But he explains that there was, like, sec- like all the roofs were caved in, and, like, second levels of stuff you don't have. But there's, like, columns. They weren't, like, up in columns when they found them, but they put them back up. Mm. And there's, like, the big open square, town square. And then they take them through the, um, the public baths, which is basically, like, a sauna and a mm-hmm. gym and all this stuff. Like, they were very... Cool luxurious kind of mm-hmm. people like that it was their culture and they partied and they had wine and like they took baths all this stuff sleep um but they also had like slaves and stuff uh <laughs> <to> <laughs> work in their baths um and yeah bodies or the uh, plaster casting of where the bodies were because they decomposed mm. and oh and they started excavation in 1748 wow so i guess that's kind of how they found out what happened Mm. Yeah. Just lost all that time. No one really knew about it, I assume. I mean, like at first, they would have been like, what happened to Pompeii over there? <laughs> They're not getting my messages anymore. <laughs> Since all these letters are coming back, we like, sent we're turning the sender. <laughs> The guy in the guy in the horse cart just he's like no one's there, guys. They moved. It disappeared. <laughs> Can't find it. Twenty twenty five to 30, 30 feet of pumice stones and ash. <laughs> They're like, oh and the mountain looks funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's leaking. Like, it smells bad over there. It's like the whole top's gone? I don't know. I don't know what they were doing over there. The gods. Oh, the gods. They, they must have done yeah. too many drinking parties so they got mm-hmm. shut that down. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. Alright, grades? B. B plus. B plus. I went B, B plus, but the more we talked about it, I was like, no, I enjoyed this episode. It's like... It's, it's usually how I settle on a rating. It's good, not great. <laughs> yeah, I, it's not like the best episode of all time, but I don't know. It's nice to see cool. Peter Capaldi when he was nice and young. <laughs> yeah. Younger, yeah. His face got more skeletal, like, <laughs> sunken in yeah. the new Oh, ones. yeah. It's weird seeing him with that, like, Roman hair. With it's, like, curly, <laughs> like, yeah. down on his face. Because now it's, like, yeah. it's a little big and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Still a rock star. Yeah. Yeah. All right, that was Pompeii. Cool. Super fun. Season 4, Episode 3, Planet of the Ood, on April 19th, 2008. Sorry. It's my favorite work. Written by Keith Temple. This is the only episode he wrote. Good episode, Mr. Temple. Finding themselves in the Ood Sphere planet in the 42nd century, the Doctor and Donna discover the truth over the Ood's willingness to serve humankind. The Ood! Mm. I love the Ood. I'm sorry. They excite me every time we get an Ood episode. I love them, too. I love them, especially in this episode when you see the real Mm. Ood. They're so sweet. Yeah. Oh, Ood. To be honest, I didn't really care for them at the start. Well, they were evil. Not in even... the Rose episode? Was it Rose the... with the Ood? Mar- 
Martha? No, it was, it was Rose because it was the devil. Yeah. In that episode? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, because they were just yeah. they have gross octopusy like, face? It's like, oh, they don't have, like, care. Person, any yeah. yeah, they didn't have their own character. And now we see why. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. They didn't have their own, like, personality until when Doctor and Donna were leaving. They're like, we will sing about you. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so, Buy some ouds for your house. Yeah. yeah. They're going on sale soon, so yeah. <laughs> we can get some. Poor ood. This is just a really big story about slavery. Yeah. That's a, slavery undertone. It's not undertone. No, it's not. It's pretty blatant. It's literally about slavery. And not just like slavery, but like breeding them specifically for it and altering them. Yes. Yeah. It's really fun. Um, <sighs> I said the most peaceful ood race are always evil when we see them. <laughs> and yeah. does Tish hate this because we only ever see the exception just like the Daleks? and then i think you wrote something about they're always evil when i saw your notes and then i giggled to myself known as oots are getting really bad rap as evil because like they were possessed by the devil and now they're like rabies red eyes does this upset you yes because look how beautiful and peaceful they are but at least this is like how we explain them that's true they finally Mm. get their story told yeah you see an alien planet, though. Yeah. And uh, I'd go to that one. It was Sign beautiful. me up. It was beautiful. Snow. It's snowy and wintry. And, like, mountain-esque. Yeah, and it was so beautiful. Yeah. The little, like, frozen grinty. Yeah. yeah. I don't like when we're on alien planets. Yeah. Yeah. You can do some good good snowboarding there. Oh, a lot sure. of mountains. Shred all over there. Yeah. Right, is that what people say? Shred? Yeah. <laughs> Shred, Shred some powder. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't real snow, though. Well, I didn't think it was real snow. I'm just, you know. Yeah, it didn't melt when it hit their heads or anything. It just started clumping. Yeah. However, it is portrayed as real snow, which is mentioned by the doctor. because like, finally, all, real snow. All the snow mm-hmm. up to this point has been people dying and stuff oh, like that. Yeah. On top all of the Christmas ash. specials. It's always You're like, ash oh, it's snow. Or... And he's like, no, that's exploded spaceship. Or yeah. that's exploded something. Yeah. It's ash. Yeah. yeah. It's never real actually just snow. snow. So he was like, oh, real snow. Like, he's never seen it before. I know. You're not on Earth. It's still not Earth Maybe snow. Maybe it's been a while, though, for him. Because mm. every time he sees snow lately, it's in dead spaceship pieces. <laughs> I guess. Um, it's cold. They find an Ood who's dying. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're also getting the story, like, from the side of the Ood factory. We've got the PR girl. Yeah. And the bastard who shows up to, like, inspect. Yeah, like, the... Everyone's an asshole and horrible and heinous. Yeah. Well, like, and you kind of have hope for her. PR? Kind of there in the middle, the PR girl, and then yes. she ends up being... Kill them all. I still feel horrible. bad for her, because she really... I don't think she was a bad person. I think she was just, like, a kind of stupid person. Who's yeah. just going along with stuff. Yeah. But she had the opportunity... He gave her the opportunity to yeah. make a choice. She, was, she did it out of fear, though. I know, but I'm just saying... Everyone's shit. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's that's that's what I'm saying. <sighs> the inspector guy shows up and was like a sexist asshole to her, like, uh, PR, yeah. whatever. And she's like, 
Mm-hmm. I did not like me. Um, Donna tries to talk to the Ood. The f- with, with the translator ball, yeah, he's just like he's like no, 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 no. <laughs> which is like his thing. That I, he does a lot no, no, with no, her. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> All, when they're outside the TARDIS, like when they first step out too, I forget what he says, but his voice goes like real high, saying <laughs> something, just like oh, her jacket. Look at yeah, that. like I don't know, something like that. And I'm like, he's just like. Not at all on an alien planet, yeah. Earth person on an alien planet. <laughs> She's not even there. I know. But he's like, I still feel wonder and stuff like that. Yeah. I thought that was nice. She's like, it's freezing. Then she goes, puts on a coat. And I'm like, can't be that cold. You don't even have, like, mittens on. Yeah. Like, I know. Pants. You see the Ferrari of space. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Um, what did she say? You've got a box and he's got you've a Ferrari. Got Ferrari. <laughs> yeah. When did she say something like... He's got a something, you've got a space hopper. Oh, no, that's about the vortex manipulator? Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's, oh, I think the doctor the says doctor, it. yeah. Like, I've got a spaceship, you've got a space hopper or something. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's excited. Uh, yeah. And they work mm. their way in with the psychic paper and also just be on themselves. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah, well, because Donna's like, yeah, the noble blah blah. She noble can just, like, Corporation, LCSC Incorporated... Sh- Company of the state. She knows both <laughs> They're not married. 100%. That can look a lot, too. <laughs> assuming they're married. It's because they bicker like that. Yeah. Well, too. they introduce themselves, like, together. Uh, like, yeah. in the last one, it was Spartacus. I am also Spartacus. Spartacus. <laughs> which is the joke of, I am... Yeah. I am Spartacus. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, married. No, 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 no. No. And they're both like... No. no. Every time they're both like, why does everyone assume this? <laughs> She's like, he's so skinny. <laughs> yeah. She's like, how dare you think that I would like him? <laughs> uh, and then we see, like, the rabid oobs. Yeah. I don't know. I did not take a lot of notes. <laughs> you know, like, I one word I enjoy this episode, so generally, like, yeah, I got really involved in the episode. My um, taking went down. I'm eating candy while I'm trying That's to talk. Okay. That was a bad idea. <laughs> um, They're in at the party and stuff. Last yeah. time I met the Ood, I was too busy yeah. to save them. Because Satan. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I was like, well... Satan's a big problem to deal with. <laughs> but I also thought, like, Rose distracted him. Because he was just focused on saving her. But Donna points out stuff like this. Like, he was so focused on just, like, I have to save Rose. Who cares about the Ood? And at this point, Donna's, like, asking the questions. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. To give Rose her due, she did say, like, they're just, they just serve us. Cause she mm-hmm. had the same kind of, like, I don't Yeah. They just... But she got used but to that But then they were evil, quick. so, like, no <laughs> yeah, one felt bad. So, yeah, I agree. And, yeah, well, he was always focused on making sure Rose was okay. But I feel with Donna... He's more... Wit- he maybe, more like, trusts her more. When yeah. they go on adventures, he's like, I need you to help me out. Like, I need you to hold your own way. Yeah, they have a different... Donna's also a lot more mature, though. Yeah. For sure. And she's so... And... Confident of being there. Like, I deserve to be here. Like, well, and there's, give me a test there's to There's none of that, like, ooh, flirty weirdness. True. Right? No. Like, that's not a... That's not an element of the relationship. So I think it's they easier... Got, like, the, like, friendly banter, but yes. not the flirty Well, banter. like, yeah, exactly. Which, I mean, he and Rose obviously had a weird that thing. Weird, yeah. Um, so, like, I think it's easier for him to not 
be like I have to save her all the time, it's easier for them to develop like an equal, yeah, trusting partnership. Yeah, I think just the, in general, Donna, like I said, asks the smart questions. She does. Oh, for sure. And um, cares about the little guy. Of all of them, and she, well, she's very like she notices the details too. Mm-hmm. Like even just something when she talks about the paperwork in the next episode and stuff like that. Yeah. She's so smart. She's very smart. Like you were saying earlier, she does take time to, like, get to know yeah. the little guy. Yeah. Yeah. She's very empathetic. Definitely. Of all very the companions, sensitive. the most empathetic, I would say. Because she is, like, she's so always, excited to be with the doctor, and but she's she always forgets about other people. And I feel like part of that's, like, how she kind of, like, what her life was like before. Like, she was always kind of the one that was overlooked and, like... Yeah. Maybe that's... And maybe now she's feeling more confident. She kind of feels like... I can help these guys. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I can help these guys. (laughs) I didn't really know where I was going with that. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, They're in, like, the party, and then he becomes a glasses doctor. When he puts glasses on. (laughs) Yeah. always like... Whenever he does that, I'm like, oh, shit, getting real. Yeah. Glasses (laughs) on. Um, Serious time. What do you call it when... Pokemon evolved, like he's evolved oh, yeah. into glasses doctor. <laughs> yeah. um, the bees are mentioned. Are the bees yeah, mentioned? The bees okay, because I didn't. Again. I don't remember that because they're talking. They're looking at the map of all the Ood planets. Yeah, I don't know why it comes up, but she says something about the bees again. Yeah, and he's like, "Oh yeah, the bees. That's weird. The bees." Yeah. He's like, "Well, yeah, that's still bugging me a little bit, but yeah. I haven't figured out why." Yeah. Was global yeah. warming, obviously. Mm-hmm. I didn't have as many notes. What are we missing? Um, okay, so the circle then, must be broken. Yeah, the circle. They don't know what that is, but the the dying ood says that too. Something that's a circle, and they're yeah. like, "What the fuck?" And then he gets rabid. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they go to warehouse fifteen. The the like inspectory guy yeah. and like the scientisty guy. Mm-hmm. And we don't know what they're looking at when the first no, time they go in. He just mentions that they haven't been in there for ten years. And it smells bad in and, there. Yeah. So it's kind of implied that it's something alive, I think. It's yeah. something very mm-hmm. dark. Like, when we find out, we're going to be horrified by what they've done. Because mm-hmm. we're already horrified by what they're doing. Oh my yeah. god, with the ood personalities. Oh yeah, <laughs> with like, the, like, the woman's standard. Oh, yeah. The standard ood, like... And then the Here you go, and then, and then like, for the gentleman when he comes home, she's like, home. very well, how are you? I know, I'm like, I'm that's like, creepy coming from the ood. Yeah. And then the funny one. Yeah. Don't. Don't. <laughs> I'm like, oh, the Simpsons is still relevant that yeah. many years in the future. <laughs> Don't is still funny. Yeah. Yeah. Does Ood have like a sex or I thought they were just like Ood. I'm I not sure. They 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 reproduce because they talk about their children at the end. Like and our he children does say will sing songs. The dying, she says it and he's like it's a he it's not a he on it, yeah. So he's there's like, at least you do? <laughs> there's at least what they would consider males, but maybe there is maybe they I don't know what, what how they reproduce. Like, I don't know if they're asexual. They all have male voices. Yeah. yeah. Programmed ones. So, like, maybe they're asexual and they just, like, they're, here's a small ood. Yeah. Here's a like baby ood. A child ood. Ood child. Chopping off their mm. brain and forcing yeah. one to be a flirty human. I'm like, that's that's going really far. Ood babies? Ood babies. I want to see an ood baby. Aww. A little ood baby with a little ood baby brain? They're not allowed to be 
captured on film until they're fully grown. (laughs) (laughs) That's the other thing. Even the, like, ooze that still had their hindbrain, they were fully clothed. Slightly different, but, like, gloves and everything, which obviously is just a costume choice so they don't have to... Yeah. make an oud body yeah. on someone, but also it's like if they were free, why aren't they naked? Maybe they don't like being naked. It's maybe, fucking cold there, Tish. Maybe the clothes is plan. part of them. I know. No. They'd be naked. But like, it was so it was so sad when you like, finally see like, the yeah, brain. the little brain and stuff, and they're like, yeah, they, so they cut off their brain and give them a translator ball and you're so like, the horrific it's so horrific. And of course, Donna, that's when she, I feel like, you're always a smart one. She's like, of course they're trusting. They're holding their brain in their hand. They don't have any option. The doctor's like, good point. And I'm like, that's such a good <laughs> point. They're like, oh, they welcomed it. Like, they have to welcome everything because they have to trust everything. Yeah. Because they're holding their brain literally mm-hmm. in their hand. But um, it reminded me of learning about how, I guess, whenever people are still exploring and finding islands and stuff, like, humans would come to an island where birds or animals, like, had no natural predators. Mm -hmm. And so they would just, like, hop up and, like, hang out with people. And, like, they had no fear instinct. Yeah. So the humans would just, like, grab them and Kill them and eat them. Yeah. And, like, animals are naturally born with that if they don't have predators. Yeah. So the ood are like that. If they're the only ones on this planet, then they can Mm -hmm. be vulnerable because they're all going to be nice to each other about their brains. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, and then some people come along and they're just naturally Trusting. trust. Mm-hmm. And they're like, here's my brain. And they're like, we have better plans for you. I know. And there's Snip. the whole song of captivity and Donna wants yeah. to hear it. And, and she's just like, take out. it away, take it away. I can't. And she just looks and she's like, do you still hear that? And he's like, all the time. And I'm like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Mm-hmm. And that fucking security guy is oh psychotic. The one with the scar? Yeah, yeah, the one with the scar, yeah. I mean, like, like, I've always wanted to do this. I was like, you are a sick fuck. <laughs> I know. Oh my god, it's so it was crazy. like a video game. Yeah, hilarious. like it was like the like a three clip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it was like the it reminded me of like the, the arcade. Yeah, yeah, it was exactly like yeah. that. Which I was like, okay, it looks cool, like, chasing him around with this claw, but that's not the kind of thing they would use to pick up those containers. Like, they would have... It's it wouldn't be future. a three-clawed thing. It's a future. They have special <laughs> con- thing, a thing that attaches to the container. No, Tish. Not in the future. There's also right, a magnet. In 2,000 years, we're using the exact same shipping containers, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> same yeah. shape. But now we pick them up with a three-pronged, <laughs> impractical, glowing claw. Correct. <laughs> Some things evolve, some things don't. There's probably magnets in the clothes. Yeah. It's totally... It's totally Correct. Anyway, because everyone at this facility is sick. Uh, yeah. Fucked up. Which, I mean, look what they're doing. Of course, they have to be fucked up. Well, they, Dr. Donna! <laughs> they do. Yeah. Dr. Donna, friends. Because you said that once. Dr. Donna? Yeah, the Dr. Donna. And so every time I watch this episode, it's like, the Dr. Donna. It's a thing. Donna Doctor. It comes back like a I know. That's what we would refer to them. The Dr. Donna. Friends. Friends. And then that would start a revolution. And then I made a note that genocide makes for a really good episode of Doctor Who. (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, because <laughs> I really true. like the episode, and it's they're trying to we get kill to off the entire morality race and stuff yeah. like this. True. The doctor gets real upset. Yeah. Real. Real upset. <laughs> <laughs> and um, they have the gross ood transformation when they oh, yeah. the creepy inspector oh. guy he like pukes out his little brain at the yeah, end yeah that wasn't an inspector that was like the owner yeah he was like yeah, the, the, head the head of the company or whatever yeah. family business he was kind of inspecting though I yeah guess. they're on a tour and checking it out and Donna makes a note of saying when I'm with you I sometimes can't tell what's right and what's wrong yeah cause like was, was it right to transform a man into an ood I would say no well, but that's but but she's saying like but at the but same also, time what they what's been done to the ood is wrong. So she's like they're going to take care of him. They said yeah yeah I know. But it's still <laughs> saying they still changed his turn species. someone into a different species and say it's okay. We're going to take care of him. <laughs> they were doing it for the long. And game. then um, yeah. the doctors just like it's it's better that way. <laughs> it's better it's that better way. that she can't tell. That's what he says. He said oh yeah it's better that way. What's because I think he just means that sometimes if you see things just in right and wrong, it's you can't you know. think outside of that and make yeah. decisions. But he you says it's see better the that gray way. Area that's like his, he does. Yeah. yeah. That's and true. Uh, and then uh, they have the end, and they sing, and it's beautiful. It was beautiful. And that the oud that was his assistant giving him a drink. That's oud sigma. Oud sigma. He has yes. that symbol on mm-hmm. sigma. Head oud. Yeah, I think basically. that was like oojiz. Like, Ood. what is that? Hmm? What? Jizz? Like, what is that? Ood-jizz. Like, that little. Oh, the little. The drink. Oh, that the drink. He says it's something suspended in something that's turning. Ood essence or something. <laughs> that's why I'm like, that's his semen in a drink. Oojiz. <laughs> <laughs> Could be. I no proof otherwise. That's how you turned in oud. Yeah. yeah. You swallow. <laughs> swallow. 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 <laughs> and oh eventually, over ten years. It's clear like water, though. Yeah. Well, I don't know what the oud <laughs> Yeah. And then, yeah. One theory. <laughs> and then the scientist-y guy was actually um, friends of the oud activist. Undercover. 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 Ten years. He gets pushed into the giant Brain. oud um, brain absorbed. They break the circle, which was the so circle, the can sing. and the oud sing, and they all <sighs> stop being rabid and are happy and loving. And all the oud are now getting shipped back to their planet, <sighs> yeah, to rejoin their fellow kind. So nice because the humans have learned. Oh, maybe we shouldn't be doing this to another. Species. Because that they heard that song. Is that? Yeah. Because the facility shut down, so they're not making any more oud, so... But they're shipping them back because he said, like, that song was heard all over the galaxy. Yeah. To just the oud or everyone? So, like, all of a sudden... I think. All of a sudden, people got a conscience that owning... It's a very powerful song. (laughs) (laughs) I was just, like, trying to clarify what that Yeah, I do believe that I think even if some people were like, no, I want to keep my oud, it was, like, laws... Oh, like, okay. they, the Ood company, was, like, they especially smartened up and was like, we're not doing this anymore. Give me your Ood back. I'm sure somewhere there's still some Ood's being kept. I wonder if they have to pay the people, like, refund them. No. <laughs> For their Ood. No, once you buy an Ood, you have to take care of it. Yeah, I know, but I mean, like, <laughs> now you're giving your Ood back. Do you get refunded? No, because they took no. care of 
that who took care of them for however long. So I'm that's... just curious. I'm curious about um, just Oud's... curious about the business practicality of this. Oud's, um eating okay. and excreting. I do. They don't. Know. They don't. Tish. They're always in those like suits, and they're just standing in shipping containers, like they don't care. Maybe they. I was like, what don't... about their like? natural needs. You have to take care of the oud. Maybe they somehow are able to convert, like, carbon some, some. dioxide into... No, they were in a sleep maybe. state where maybe they don't they're need trees. to. <laughs> Those tentacles do something. Yeah, they're trees, and they, like... Yeah. Okay. Like, roots of a... Just, they don't address things like this. Like, that's because they have... don't have enough time in an episode to address... <laughs> The ingestion and excretion for every alien. <laughs> they just put them in shipping containers, and then she's like, "All these containers have oud in them." Or maybe, like, yeah. maybe and I'm like, Linda's uh, right. How are they still alive? And they go into like a sleep state, and they wake up. Yeah, yeah, like a cryo sleep thing. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're engineering so much about them. Maybe they engineered something. Yeah. So they only need to eat know. like once a year and poop once a year. <laughs> something I can Google. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure someone's written about it. Probably. <laughs> Ood. And then the Ood also Biology. say, um, every song must end. Your song is coming yeah, to an that's end. Yeah, Your song must end soon. And he's like, eh, whatever. What I don't that believe mean? you. Mm-hmm. Well, Ood no. Sigma comes back. Mm-hmm. Points of note? Bees and your song must end. Okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> Noted. Science, it's all not science. Uh, it's all aliens, the so ood, yeah. There's no comparison, really. Except, you know, how do they poop? <laughs> <laughs> the burning question of this episode. <laughs> mm. I feel like that's often my question about aliens. <laughs> what do they eat and how do they poop? Uh, remember yeah. Dalek farts? I know. <laughs> I remember the... I remember. Gas exchange. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Confidential. <laughs> they played the song Bring in Sexy Back. Because the Ood were back. <laughs> okay. Because when I think sexy, I think Ood. Yeah, you do. <laughs> um, yeah, I didn't watch much of it. There's stuff about how they made him transform into an Ood. CGI and stuff. There's thing about the stunts of that guy going over into the Ood brain. And just about, like, ouds and choreography, getting them all to walk together, how they created them. Mm. I don't know, I didn't really watch it. Like I said, I was in her. Yeah, I was yeah, yeah. watch these no, all. Fun. <laughs> all right, grade? A, A minus. B plus. A minus. <laughs> I know, I didn't sound sure. I We're really so- enjoy this episode. Mm. Um, I like when we actually go to Alien Planets. I know it's, I mean, I think it just looks cold, but... Great for characters. It was. For Donna and the Doctor. And I love seeing the Ood and their story. And it's beautiful. And it makes you think about stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's, that's a, why. That's a good episode. It to was me. good. It was above average. Yes. I think so. But it. I said A, A minus, but like I don't think it's quite A, but like I feel like it's high. There's, I need another <laughs> level. And A minus plus. Because slightly above an A minus, but not an A. Should you do like the four point one two then? Yeah, that's what it is. Do you want to do a percentage? Yeah, an exact percentage. No, I 
Because then I'll be like, it wasn't quite a 93, but it was more than a 92. <laughs> Just say 92.5 then. <sighs> anyway. Which would be like, oh, maybe 92.75. A minus. I went A minus. Okay, A-G-G. whatever. A minus. So, those are Donna's first adventures. Yes. Yeah. That was good. Yeah. We got to there see history and alien planet. As usual. Yeah. Back and forth on your first two, you go. You think he has like a protocol for companion? Like what? I think he does. Well, with he wants to impress them. With Rose, they went forward and then backward. Yes. Yes. And Martha was backward and then Shakespeare forward and and same with Donna. So, but yeah, their first two ventures is it the same with like Eleven and Amy? Do they go back and forward? Amy, they go to spaceship space station first. Right. The British space whale, and then <laughs> sorry, it makes me giggle. <sighs> what do they do next with her? Is it Crash of the Byzantium? Or is that? Well, I don't know. No, I was just curious if it was. Where does she go in the past? I can't think of her and the Doctor in the past. I don't know. I, I was just curious. Anyway, up to this point, it seems like a pattern with new companions. I think it is the right, like the right they write it left mm-hmm. to give. A good. Well, because you get to see the companion in both situations, kind of. Yes, and something kind of familiar, and then something kind of brand new. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) So, next week, we're talking about season three, episode four and five. (gasps) Season four. Season four. Oh, my God. Season four now. Season four. So, episode four and five, two parter. Santarians and the killer GPS. Yes. And we have a question that we will answer in episode 24 of our podcast. If you could experience an adventure with an author in the style of their books, which author would you choose? Exciting. Yes. We'll be talking about the Agatha Christie episode. Yeah. That's the idea. <laughs> uh, so you can... Answer that question and we'll read it on the podcast. You can email us, Doctor's Companions Podcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is DRS Companions. Uh, I'm on Twitter, Tish Chambers. Juliana's on Twitter, Juliana L. Guth. Uh, Linda's not on Twitter. (laughs) I don't know about Twitter. (laughs) Not sure about that. And there's always uh, stuff in the blog, links to news and fun stuff. Mm-hmm. The link to that is in the description. All right, thanks for listening, guys. Have a good week. Bye. Come on, let's go.